I like to say hello and welcome you. Good day, that is my name. Come here and sit down. I'm so glad you even really truly came. Hello and welcome back to Cast Party, a podcast that comes out every two weeks, no matter what. Oh my god. Rain or shine. <laughs> Nothing can stay us from these holy rounds. Oh, what is wrong with us? We're very busy people. <laughs> We're very busy people. Look, my other podcast that I do, mm-hmm. or I have two other podcasts. Oh, you're so important. I know, I'm really important. <laughs> um, one of the podcasts, uh-huh. we do get paid to be there. Yeah. The other podcast, my co-host lives in the room with me. Yeah, that helps. So, um, no other podcast am I doing with someone who actively has a child. Yes. And and a job. Yeah, and a job. That's rough. Who needs those? Yeah. Um, but we're back. We are back. It's um, only been... Oh God, I think the last episode was in October. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, we didn't... Is it six months? Almost six months. This is our biannual podcast. Wow, that's so sad. Remember when you were making jokes about how we do it once a month? Yeah. Yeah. And then we went like six months. That's not good. Well, you know what? We never promised anything to anyone. We didn't. So. And nobody's listening anyway, so who cares? Yeah, it's fine. I'm sure somebody um, will dust off an ancient iPhone and... It'll yeah. have a notification that says we're there, and they'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, those guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <sighs> it's it's Cast Party. I'm Brennan. I'm Dave. And I guess we're going to talk about pop culture. We are. Um, what's happening in pop culture right now? Who even knows? You know what's happening that I want to talk about? Yeah. Is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is ending next week. Mm. Or this week. This Friday. Oh, no. Um, And I never watch tv live but i am i'm yeah. moving all my plans because it's airing on friday night in a two-hour special and i'm very excited to Are watch you gonna it. have a party uh if me and sergio counts as a party then yes <laughs> i don't have friends dave <laughs> well and if you even if you well you do have friends but oh, i'm yeah. sure you want peace and quiet while you absorb everything yeah and i just i cry <laughs> yeah no uh no no it's fine look um we're so lucky to have gotten this far, this yeah. many seasons out of this show that is one of the most poorly rated shows yeah. on the entire network. Um, so, look, I'm I'm happy we didn't cut it off at one. So yeah. I'm like, what network is it? It's on the CW. No, boy. Um, and I think one thing that helped uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is that they, they just rebooted Roswell. Mm. Um, and that's doing even worse. So they're like, oh, you know what? Crazy Ex-Girlfriend's great. Yeah. What's um, Roswell again? Some like soapy drama about Roswell, New Mexico and aliens. Mm. And I think it was like a sexy, the X-Files. Wasn't the X-Files sexy enough, Brennan? I, people do have a thing for David Duchovny a lot yeah. of the time, which looking at old pictures, I'm like, okay, I can kind of get, but I'm, mm. it missed me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it obviously missed me, but like it missed me even in a straight guy way. I was always like, what? That guy? Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, he, I was like, "Why is he a sex symbol? He looks kind of funny looking to me." Yeah, he's 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 a the bread pudding of humans. He looks to me. He's like one of those guys that probably was like funny looking until he got to be in his like mid twenties and then grew into a man and then was handsome. Yeah, something. he probably like as a kid he definitely looked like Rick Moranis. Yeah, 
And then he still kind of looks like Rick Moranis. Still but does. there's some some Hollywood stylist did the right thing to his hair or something. And his just like smooth alabaster skin. Mm-hmm. Do you know how his career started? No, do you? I do. Okay, good because <laughs> this conversation would have ended really. Quickly. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Moving <laughs> on. So there was a show on like Showtime. I want to say that was like um, adult. It was an adult. Show oh, the Red up. Shoe Diaries. Yes, I didn't know. I thought that was after the X Files. No, it was oh. before. That was like so. Anytime I saw him after that, I was like, "Wait, the guy from that trashy show is now a celebrity." Doesn't he just read letters about sex? Yeah, yeah. He narrates a sexy show. Ooh. Yeah, but I feel like there was another thing between that and the X Files that was like, I don't know. I don't know why Kindergarten Cop keeps popping in my head but there's yeah, a couple he was in kindergarten cop he was one of the kids <laughs> he was one of the kids oh um, no uh there's some there's some connection there but, but he just was like in a couple things is like oh i think he's in um don't tell mom the babysitter's dead or something like that that sounds like it could be true he's like yeah we have no way of knowing we have no only we could look up something on a thing i can look it up hold on yeah but he, yeah, what a strange career that guy's had. Is he still married to Taya Leone? No, they got divorced, right? I thought Taya Leone was married to that dude from Jurassic Park 3. That would have been a better joke if I could remember who was her husband in Jurassic Park William 3. William H. Macy. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's happy. She's happy. She's not married to him. Yeah, big scandal. Oh, that's a thing that's going on in pop culture. Yeah. Okay, tell me... Lori yeah. Laughlin mm-hmm. was on Full House? Yes. Because everyone's like, oh, no, Aunt Becky. And I'm like, who is this person? Yeah, she was Full House. Okay. See, that show is not very good. No. And I never watched it. Um, Let's see. I was the same age as the kids on that show, so I watched it when I was a kid. Also, there were fewer options. I mean, yeah. It was definitely like it was called TGIF. And it was on Friday nights. Thank and God it was it's that. Full House. No. It was that and Family Matters. There were a bunch of like family-friendly sitcoms. And I, rem- I was always at my dad's house on sa- on Friday nights. On Saturday nights. That would be funny. <laughs> it was called TGIF and it was on Saturday <laughs> night. Um, but it was like, thank God it's funny or something. But it was also, thank God it's Friday. Uh, and that show was like the linchpin of that night. But that night was like really funny when you were like nine, 10, 11. Yeah. And then it kept going and, you know, I hit high school and I remember like watching it and being like, I'm like miserable right now. Why am <laughs> I watching this? But it was like out of habit. You know, I was like a freshman yeah. in high school and like, Oh good. These shows are on because that was all that was on on a Friday night. And yeah, it was bad. My condolences. Mm-hmm. Um, David Duchovny was in don't tell mom's mom. The babysitter's dead. Mm-hmm. He was also in working girl as Tess's birthday party friend. Oh, wow. So <laughs> That's uh, funny. I remembered him being in Working Girl, but I, I think I was remembering a different character because he plays in Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. He's like a, a receptionist or a secretary or something that tries to undermine her. And then there's a character like that in Working Girl that I remember him playing. Also. Oh, okay. And I'm like, wait, did he play both of the no, same part? probably just remember him from being Tess's birthday party friend. Yeah, probably. The new name of our podcast. <laughs> Tess's birthday party friend. Um, yes. 
Okay. So, um, I don't normally watch that much TV. I know. Just because it's a big commitment. Right. Um, but the thing is... But you will watch any horror movie from any decade ever. That's true. Yeah. It's uh, not a commitment. No, because it's an hour and a half at the time, and then you never have to think about it again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's not six to 70 hours yeah. mm. um, of continued content. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also, I've been watching more TV recently, because mm-hmm. finish The Good Place, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm finishing Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've also been catching up on Shit's Creek. Oh, my God. That show's so funny. Okay, so you watch it. Yeah. Are you caught up? I am not. I'm, I've watched like eight or nine episodes and then I always, it's like something I always try to watch before bed and okay. then I'm like, man, I'm too tired. So you're in like season one then? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm current in the current season at this point that's mm-hmm. currently airing. Um, I've been highly recommended the show by a bunch of people Yeah. and I really like it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I love it mm-hmm. um, cause I just, I'm. Like a lot of sitcoms, there's a lot of stuff where it's like, oh, I wish that thread went somewhere, but it kind of, you know, dips away and mm-hmm. like comes back every now and then. Yeah. Or there's certain characters who I'm like, I'd rather never spend time with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a bunch of really exquisite character creation mm-hmm. on that show. Yeah. Like uh, Catherine O'Hara. <laughs> yeah. As Moira Rose. <laughs> She's amazing and everything. It's genius. Everything she does is... Well, it's because her character is performing her entire life. Yeah. Like, she is playing a role because she's a faded soap opera actress. hmm And everything she says is so over-enunciated. Yes. And bizarre and twisted. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's just so interesting. It's, it's, a, it's like tailor-made for her. I'm sure Eugene Levy was like, well... I'm going to create this role for you because you're brilliant at this type of thing. She's so good. It's funny to look back on her early career where she's like Kevin's mom in uh-huh. home alone. And you're like, really? That's where they used her. <laughs> what no, a waste I'm, of a talent. They've found a place for her now though. Yeah. So I'm very happy for that. Yeah. Is there anyone else in the show who stands out to you? Um, I normally don't like Eugene Le- Levy Levy uh-huh. very much, but I like him in this. And it's very different that he always plays kind of a um, a schmo, you know? Yeah. He's always kind of like goofy and I'm tired of him playing the dad from American Pie. Um, he does have those moments in yeah. this show. Yeah, but he also gets to play somebody with like a lot of status, which I like. He doesn't yeah. usually play that. And like he looks good. Like he's not making himself look bad. He like looks kind of good. And I'm yeah, like, Oh, look at him. He dresses up nice. Um, I also love his son. I yeah. Think, I think uh, his Dan son. Levy. Yeah. I think also amazing that like the whole family is in the show and they're all really good. Yeah. And the sister plays Twyla, the lady who works at the cafe. Yeah. Yeah. And she's really good. I, I just think, uh, yeah, the son, the son's character is amazing. We actually, the way I discovered the show, well, it was recommended to me by someone, and I was like, eh, I don't know, I'll check it out sometime. Uh-huh. And I, I think I started trying to watch it, and I was like, I, I it was like, ugh, you know, that thing where it didn't grab me right away. Yeah, and, and th- this show doesn't. No, it grows, it grows on you. But um, we did a one act adaptation oh. of it called "Don't Say Lice." It was that oh, lice okay. outbreak episode, and I was like laughing at teenagers doing it, and I was like, okay, well, I need to check this out with, yeah, um, you know, it was, and I don't know. Some of the kids in it were pretty good, but it was, yeah, it's so well written. 
Yeah, it's it's a really it's it's a it's just a fun show, mm-hmm. and there are certain moments that devolve into like silly farce or mm-hmm. whatever. Like it, it's not afraid to get a little wacky and strange. Yeah, and I like how deeply Canadian it is. Mm-hmm. It is very Canadian, um, and also I don't know if this is necessarily the show's doing this on purpose, mm-hmm. but whenever they have a uh, like a a new character who like is like oh this is, would clearly be a guest star it's not it's not like some super famous person mm-hmm. like it it feels like a very insular universe it's not like on friends like oh brad pitt's gonna swing by and yeah. it, it just kind of breaks the i don't know reality of the show a mm-hmm. little bit um or like when bruce willis played the dad of the person that was dating ross and mm-hmm. every he walks in and everyone goes ooh yeah, and it it doesn't do that, and I really enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Although I'm sure they would if they could. <laughs> yeah, um, but I actually I also really like Alexis Rose, the daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she's really good. Her basic white girl mannerisms mm-hmm. are so precious and special. Like the way that she kind of holds her hands like a like a doggy paddle at mm-hmm. all times, and yeah. she like smooths her hair behind her ear. It's so yeah small and perfect yeah they they i mean it is what's amazing about it is that it is like a satire of those i mean there there is an element of satire yeah. mixed in with it like their characters are so over the top and even though it's canadian it also feels very american yeah in like the making fun of the wealth that they have and how spoiled they are and how out of touch with reality they are it's really great yeah, what a fun show! It is fun. Yeah, and the title. Come on, how can <laughs> yeah. you get better than that? It's got a ch in it, so we don't need to bleep it. Yeah, exactly. And two t's. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> um, but I also like that um, it's on Pop TV, so it's not like a normal network. So they do yeah. get to just kind of drop the f word in every now and yeah. again. Yeah, and it's not, you know, it's not the Big Lebowski. It's not like too much. Right. How do you watch it? Because uh, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, the fir- the, like the first, first three seasons. The all the all the non-current seasons are on yeah. Netflix. Okay. Um the new one I'm watching on the Pop TV app. Oh, there's an app is there. Yeah, it's like we have a TV package sign up thing mm-hmm. that we can use. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't know how to do it otherwise. Yeah. It's complicated. I'm going to have to see I I have cable again and I Oh, okay. I got cable just in time to never be home. <laughs> It's, I'm literally never here. I should have just get signed up for it in the in the summer when I'm actually around. But um, I don't. I like never watch anything, and I'm really frustrated by the way my cable box works because it. Um, you know how you can set up on a cable box? You can set up like a season pass to a show or whatever. Yeah. It only allows one season pass per show. So like, I want to have new episodes of like say Modern Family, which is on like fourteen different networks. Uh-huh. In um, uh, in reruns, but I can only watch it on one network. Oh, I can only set up a season pass on one network. That's so strange. It's so weird, and I'm like, how? Why? How do I undo this? So when I first got here, I like thought it would just record everything on all the channels. Yeah. So I missed like three weeks worth of new episodes of a bunch of shows because I was recording the rerun. I don't know. Oh God, not an not an interesting story, but um, yeah. So I just have like. I have all this TV backing up on me again. I'm like, oh, yep. this is why I got rid of cable because I don't like it. Yeah, no, it's it's overwhelming. Yeah, which is 
how I'm feeling a little bit right now. Like mm-hmm. we're almost catching up on Shit's Creek. Like most of my shows are leaving, mm-hmm. but now there's this whole crop of new ones that are happening. Yeah. And I don't even I don't even buy into a lot of the like Netflix prestige shows. Like mm-hmm. I do not need to watch the new season of Orange is the New Black mm-hmm. or whatever. Like most of their mm-hmm. big stuff, I'm like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And look, I watched two episodes of Stranger Things too, and I was like, you know what? I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna free myself from the shackles of feeling tied to this show. Yeah. I that second season was fine. It was fine. <sighs> yeah. I don't um, even know how good the first season was. It was just so different at the time. It was fun. Yeah. I really liked the first season. Probably could have ended after the first season. Um, Probably. But, but oh, now... Oh, sorry. What? Well, oh, go ahead. Santa Clarita Diet Season 3. Okay. Yeah, that looks like it's right up here. Have you seen any of the show? No. No. That makes sense. Nobody has. But it's Timothy Oliphant, right? Yes. Andrew Barrymore. Yeah. I love um, everything he does. He's so good in this show. He's so good in everything. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, yeah. He's he's great. And very handsome, but yeah. and like so's Josh Duhamel. <laughs> well, yeah, no, seriously, um, Josh Duhamel played the dad in Love Simon, and I was like, oh, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, no. um, in the trailers, yeah. But once I one of them is an actor, and one of them is handsome. Yes. <laughs> well, they're both handsome. Yeah, I guess one, one of them, them is, is a, only handsome. One of them is a handsome actor, and the other one is handsome, and was on a TV show for a long time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yep. But so Santa Cruz diet is like, you know, super gory, gross out zombie suburban comedy, which is right up my alley. Um, But I was actually thinking about it again Mm because, well, I was talking about those little like movements that Alexis does Mm -hmm. in Schitt's Creek. And he has like such impeccable, like weird physical tics. Oh yeah. And there's a part that I really enjoyed in the first episode of this new season. Mm -hmm. Um, He's, he has to lie a lot and impersonate different people to get information and okay. to like try to hide the fact that his wife is killing and eating people. Right. Um, but he's investigating this thing at the Serbian consulate to try and figure out like where the zombie virus came from or whatever. Okay. Um, but he's impersonating a ancient Serbian history scholar because mm-hmm. um, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want people to find out why he's actually trying to research this virus. Of course. Um, so it's like, oh yes, I am a scholar, and he's he's just like wearing like a almost like a lab coat. Mm-hmm. And when he talks about how he's a scholar, he just picks up a pen out of his pocket and kind of holds it up to them as if it's proof that he's a scholar. <laughs> <laughs> and it's this really tiny, it's just part of this much oh. bigger thing that he's doing. And you yeah. al- you almost wouldn't even notice it, but it's right. just so good. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he, here, my, my credentials. <laughs> yeah. God, talk about range. That guy has some serious range. I knew he was a thing when I saw Go. Have you ever oh seen yeah, that movie? yeah, I've seen Go. He's so good in that, and his part is he shouldn't be that good. Like it's such a creepy, creepo part, and then you're just like, whoa, that guy is magnetic. He was so good, and that's freaking twenty years ago, and he's been. Then he did Deadwood. Oh he's yeah, yeah, great in that, but like a totally different guy. Then he did Justified, which is, if you haven't seen Justified, I highly recommend it. Um. And that's a very different character, even though both of them are like lawmen. Like Western-y. Yeah, but in one he's like super somber and in Justified he's not at all. Um, I don't know. He just – that guy's real good. Yes, he is. Okay, Timothy Oliphant fan club right here. <laughs> um, We're the Timmy Oliphants. Oh, God. We are. 
All of the fans. Yeah. Um, no, but now um, Veep is coming back. Mm-hmm. Barry is coming back. Yeah. Um, Game of Thrones is coming back, which I don't even watch, but I'm going to be forced to because it's the final season and I'm living with a mega fan. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's a lot. It's too much. My girlfriend and I tried to, um, we were like, let's watch, like when we first got together back in December, uh-huh. I was like, we're going to have to, let's binge watch all of the episodes of Game of Thrones so that we catch oh, them, so we watch them all again. Okay. We've gotten to episode two. <laughs> <laughs> A noble effort. Yeah. And I don't even think we finished. Like, oh, we're, no. we just, it was like, we tried to watch an episode and then, you know, we're talking and then we're like, wait, what is, what's happening? And there's just like, it's such an undertaking and both of us have seen it. Like, it's one thing yeah. if you're like, okay, you're going to be watching it for the first time. So I'm excited to like. Yeah. And you can watch you ex- it kind of through their eyes. Yeah. And- this is not that. It's like, oh, God, I, I just feel like I'm going to be taking a quiz or something like you're I have cramping. to remember all of this for when the new season comes on. Um, but uh, there is the binge mode podcast, which is they did all of the episodes. Oh, okay. Of- game of thrones and they do it in a fun way that kind of is a good refresher they also finished i told you they were doing harry potter yes and they finished it and i would i really would recommend going it's amazing what they did with the harry potter books like it will give you new appreciation um they they don't do it every chapter it's chunks of chapters okay so each book is several episodes but like obviously the first few it go faster and by the end, it's like two-hour episodes about just a couple chapters because it's so intense. But uh-huh. if you like the Harry Potter books, boy, is that a fun listen. And I do. Yeah. <laughs> no, and like speaking of things I'm super behind on, yeah. podcasts. Podcasts, yeah. Um, there's so much media in the world. There really is. Um, that's what our podcast has become is just us complaining about how overwhelmed we are yeah. by pop culture, not digesting pop culture and having fun conversations. We're just like, there's so much. There's too much. I don't want it anymore. No, I mean, but look, I I, I I really enjoy the things that I'm enjoying. Yeah. And I'm trying to find ways to cut down on the, the lesser things mm-hmm. and just kind of focus on the ones that are more important to me. You're just better at that than I am because I'm kind of a – I've said this in the past. I am a hoarder of pop culture a uh-huh. order of entertainment and i like if my podcasts get kind of low not even low i'm talking there's 50 left oh yeah yeah i'm like that's oh, where i'm at that's too low and i'll subscribe to a bunch of podcasts i've heard about that are like two hour episodes i'm like what am i doing to myself yeah i look i have new podcasts to sample that are living in the bottom of my feed mm-hmm because um, I'm like, oh, I'll try them out once I'm done with my current ones. Yeah. And that's never, never going to happen. Yeah. I'm going to count how many active podcasts I'm currently subscribed to mm. really quick. No, that's that's lame. But it's around 40 right oh, now. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's just, it's so many. But I've recently been cutting down. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so have you been like watching anything that's new to you recently? Yes, actually. Okay. There's a TV show that, from the commercials, is one of those ones where I was like, Oy. Is it Whiskey Cavalier? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I want to try that out because I heard it's good, but I don't know if it is. Well, and it's um, the guy that did Scrubs. I forget his name. Oh, he's doing Whiskey Cavalier? Yeah, that's the- That's how that's, Scott Foley's there. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, what is his name? Bill Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think I'll like it, but maybe I won't because he also be. made Ground Floor, which was garbage, <laughs> and he also made Cougar Town, which was okay. Yeah, um, 
but uh, there's a show called Single Parents. It's it's new, right? Yeah, it's I, new. I saw, I've seen commercials for it, yeah. and it you know it looks like another like oh jeez, this is real. And um, okay, so something that's happened to me in the last few months, I can't remember anything. Fair enough. So you're gonna have to bear with me because there's okay. a, there's about to be a okay. So Brad Garrett's in it. Okay, and the main character used to be on SNL and is na- married to Colby Smothers. Smelt Smothers. Taron Killam. Taron Killam. Thank you. I knew he had a oh. weird name, but I couldn't remember it. Um, and it just looked like oh god, it's gonna be like cheesy, especially because Brad Garrett's in it, and I just think of him as like the cheesiest comedian of all time. Oh. He's just like, here comes a joke. Um, <laughs> But it is not that at all. I think it's the showrunner might be, um, is it her, Elizabeth Merriweather? Is that right? From New Girl? I think it's her new show. I don't know. Let me see. And it is much, it is much quirkier than it looks. Like it's, it's much better. The kids are really funny. Oh. And like, it is not as cookie cutter as you think it's going to be. Okay. Um, nice diversity in the cast. Uh, and yeah, Elizabeth Merriweather. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It's, it's one of those shows where it's like, Oh, Hey, look, they, they did a thing here. It's not as dorky as it looks. It may not last very long because it, the, you know, the ads just looked, I just, I think it's really hard to sell a sitcom. Well, you know yeah. I mean? Like, like a, you... a traditional yeah sitcom. Like that, th- there's, there is still a market for that. Obviously like yeah. big bang theory, was a huge show and i think yeah. it's ending this year or ended already did it who who could tell literally i don't know i don't know what's airing on television yeah um yeah it's a, it's a mystery it, like because of the sheer amount of things it's so easy to just miss something that's like a huge like national touchstone yeah um but well it's not it isn't as tr- that's the thing is the ads made it look like oh geez another one you know yeah but it's much closer to new girl than okay like, it's it's much more out there than you think it is than you think it's going to be like the characters are really fun and it's not like oh there's the this character and the that like it's it's good um and it's they don't fall into tropes as easily as you kind of expect them to okay um so I I recommend that it's it's an easy like we started watching it and Jack and I watched every episode within like one day. And we're like, oh okay, well I guess we like this show. Um, there's that. I really think you should give Superstore a try. I do. That is, I have a couple shows on my list mm-hmm. that I'm going. You know, it's like it's like those podcasts at the bottom of the feed. Yeah. It's like, oh, eventually, I do want to catch up on an older show of Veronica Mars because mm-hmm. um, that's like super definitive for a lot of people my age that's gonna be an overwhelming one because those are one hour episodes yeah, and it, it was is. on for a while it's it, was, like, it was like six seasons i think three, but yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, it's and a I, lot it was networks so it's probably like 22 per yeah it's a lot and so, i don't really understand how like i liked it i but i did what i always do where i'm like i've never seen the show let me binge watch it uh-huh. and then after like i don't know season one i was just like i i can't do it anymore but it's not. See, that's one that wasn't designed to be been watched. So you do get kind of sick of. Yeah, well, because it's a procedural, right? Yeah. It's like a weekly. I can't or, even remember. I mean, she's in like high school and she's a detective somehow. I don't know. Yeah, I but don't it's know. Kristen like, Bell and she's great. So. Yeah, I like her and I really like Ryan Hansen who's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so here's here's the thing because with my eyes, with my photosensitivity that I have, I, yeah. I 
can't binge watch things. Yeah. I have like a built-in limit to the amount of screens that I can partake in per day, mm-hmm. um, which can be annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but it actually helps me parse out the television that I'm watching yeah. really well. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll be less of a problem for me. Yeah. Like I do kind of make things weekly even when they're bingeable shows. Yeah. Like that's how I'm doing Santa Clarita Diet. That's good. Um, that's how Sergio and I, we... Netflix is doing a new season of the Tales of the City miniseries from the 90s. Yeah. Uh, have you heard of it? I have. I read the books. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I was uh, part of a class. I was a, like a sociology class I took. And okay. For some reason, and we read Tales from the City. That's cool. And well, also, you know, yeah. you lived around San mm-hmm. Francisco for a while. It's I did. I local up there. culture. Yeah. Um, it was always fun when they when there were like characters that I knew in it. You know, they... Um, there's a very famous restaurant owner, Ansel Ford Fung. Uh-huh. No, that's not it. Whatever his name was. I think that's Edsel Ford Fung. Edsel Ford Fung. Um, and he, like, ran a, a Chinese restaurant. My mom would always tell me stories about him. And I went to that restaurant, and he had passed away, but oh. he's a character in the books. So. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, Well, Sergio has been reading the books. Oh, cool. And he... Like bought the first season of the miniseries, and mm-hmm. I haven't read the I haven't read the books, which normally I do endorse doing that first. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> um, I have a lot going on right now. Yeah, um, but I've been watching the miniseries, and it's been really enjoyable. We finished mm-hmm. the first season, and because Netflix is making a new season, mm-hmm. um, and with a lot of returning people. Although I assume they're going to do the Fuller House thing, where they show up for 20 seconds and they're like, "Hey, remember me?" Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, no, it's been fun. I don't mm-hmm. remember why I brought this. Oh, I'm saying because I split it up. We did it like once or twice a week. Yeah. Instead of like doing all six hour long episodes in mm-hmm. like a night. Yeah. Which would would have made much less of an impression. Mm-hmm. Especially because the last episode of that miniseries is nuts. Oh, yeah. Like it's a, it's a reasonably low key miniseries. Mm-hmm. Like it's just kind of like a hangout. Like there's a lot of... Uh, I do understand that it was somewhat controversial at the time that it came out, especially mm-hmm. that PBS was making it. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of queer characters that are treated really well. Yeah. Um, and it's just really shocking for that time period. Oh, yeah. Because especially, I, I don't remember exactly when it came out, but I feel like it might have been before Will and Grace. Oh, yeah. Much, much much earlier yeah and i don't know why will and grace gets any credit if tales of the city already existed yeah um but yeah i really enjoyed it i thought you know it's like a splashy soapy kind of silly whatever and then meanwhile here's olympia dukakis thinking she's in something good yeah (laughs) just being awesome yeah she's really good the one yeah there's a well i don't want to well anyway um it's cute like in the books there's moments where like there's a couple that like goes away for the weekend they go away to mill valley which is my home oh yeah, yeah and i'm like okay like it was it was you know that stuff was cute um for me to read uh and i really liked it um but i believe it started as a serial in the newspaper yeah in the san francisco chronicle yeah yeah yeah, yeah. which is cool support the chronicle what a great newspaper do it i'm sure it's great i've never read it it is um but yeah, um, speaking of other things that happened in pop culture, um, Captain Marvel came out. And yeah, we haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? We no time. But I just wanted to say, there's mm-hmm. a scene that takes place on the Metro Blue Line to Long Beach, oh. which is very exciting to me. That's cool. 
I was like, I've been on that train. And they didn't they didn't decide to have it be Miami. They actually made it Long Beach. Yeah, well, I'm yeah, cuz it's set in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. Um but so that doesn't mean they should like what when else has Long Beach ever been a character in a movie? Like it's almost never. Yeah, and well, and to be fair, they don't specifically say that it's uh, t- like en route to Long Beach. Yeah. But they do specifically say that it's the blue line. Yeah. And I've been at the stop that they enter on many, mm. many times. There you go. Um, which is always, it, it's very exciting when Long Beach actually gets a shout mm-hmm. out. Um, and also there is a scene on the Metro blue line to Long Beach, like very specifically in Predator 2. Oh. Yeah. So that's fun. That. Um, and then everything that's set in Miami is filmed in Long Beach. Oh, yeah. Folks. So if you're ever watching... Dexter, we are blocks away from Dexter's house, by the way. Oh, yeah, currently, as we speak. Yeah, yeah. Um, and any shooting locations of Jane the Virgin or mm, whatever. I never watched that show. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Too many shows. Yeah. Um, God, that, we really, like, how long have we been doing this? It's been 32 minutes. No, I mean, oh, <laughs> in years, you weirdo. Oh. <laughs> um, when was our first one? Is a, a summer. Yeah, was it? But it wasn't this past summer. It was the summer before. I, I, think. I believe it was. So for like almost two years, we've uh-huh. been doing this podcast, and it's increasingly become like I don't know what's going on in pop culture. <laughs> it started as like we have so many pop culture thoughts that we need to get together and talk about them, and now we're just like, I watched this ancient show. I watched nineteen ninety three. The only thing I made time for was a was a PBS miniseries from the from back when i was in middle school am i 75 years old yeah we started in 2017 in july jesus all right and we've had a lot of episodes since yeah um well i have to see captain marvel that's on my list yeah it was it was it was good i enjoyed Mm -hmm. it it's it's a middling marvel movie but even those ones are you know fun and frothy and without giving literally anything away um i thought that the like stakes of the like climax and the conflict in the third act were much more personal and small scale. Um, and I really mm-hmm. enjoyed that. It wasn't like, like, Oh, there's an army of mm-hmm. fishmen who we have to, it's, yeah. you know, boring. Well, that's the problem with the Avengers movies is they, especially the first two, it was just like, what would necessitate this group of superheroes getting together? Yeah. Oh, well, it's got to be this unstoppable army of faceless men yeah. or robots or whatever. And I don't know. The first Avengers movie was kind of fun because it was like, look at all the superheroes together. Uh-huh. And then the second one was like, this is this is a this is a drag. Yeah, I will say um, I've been wanting to rewatch a couple of the earlier Marvel mm-hmm. movies. Um, and when I was on a flight recently coming home from Cincinnati, um, oh, I'm name dropping how mm. uh, Cincinnati. <laughs> I'm so worldly. Um, but no, uh, the uh, the original Avengers was on the plane, and I was like, mm. oh, I'll just watch this because mm-hmm. you know I got nothing else to do yeah. for four hours. Um, and I put it on, and I gotta say, I got really bored. Yeah. Um, I think I've kind of come up with a new rule where it's unless it's an explicitly comedy one, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna rewatch Marvel movies. Yeah. Because I I don't think the for at least for me mm-hmm. action doesn't tend to have a lot of rewatchability yeah so i was like remembering all the jokes i was like i remember when iron man calls out that guy for playing galaga yeah. or captain america is like oh i know, i get that reference or like whatever yeah. he's like oh yeah it was fun but i was like oh yeah uh, thor has to fight the hulk right now yeah what am i doing for the next five minutes not watching this yeah i'm kind of the same way that's when i tune out but 
you know, if I'm rewatching a Marvel movie, I'm half watching it. It's like on the TV and yeah. I'm on my phone and yeah, whatever. But Marvel movies I can rewatch. Mm-hmm. Thor Ragnarok, of course, our favorite. Yeah, the two Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Yes, um, I like the I do uh, the second one didn't quite do it for me. It's not quite there, but I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I like Mantis a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I I realized oh I don't need to rewatch these. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a couple I've never seen, and I am content with that. Like mm-hmm. Thor: The Dark World, <laughs> it's fine. It's it, like it, I feel like that takes an unnecessary amount of crap compared to a lot of the other Marvel movies. But yeah, it was like the one that probably didn't need to happen. Yeah, no, I can I can live. It with just that. set up one of the Infinity Stones, I think. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I'm 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 more into the Marvel universe now just because mm-hmm. it's so big and sprawling. I'm like, how the hell are they going to make any of this know. happen? I don't know, man. I mean, the new movie is like the length of Schindler's List, so it's yeah. going to be. Yeah, I just saw the newest trailer, and I'm like, I couldn't digest it. I'm just like, I need to, I don't, I'm just going to go into the movie and enjoy yeah. it. Not think about it. I don't really care. No, nor do I. And the Look, it's so low stakes. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, it's Endgame, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. Um, I'm more interested in being like, oh, what actors are getting out of their contracts on this yeah, one? Yeah, <laughs> I know. that. I think that's going to be the part that I'm more emotionally invested in than the characters. I'm going to be like, oh, Chris Evans isn't going to be playing this or whatever it ends up being. Yeah, he's going to be directing. What was his movie? His movie had a really boring title. Mm. Um, I don't even remember. Never mind. He's going to direct a sequel to that. I think that's the name of it. Was it like... I don't even remember. Never mind. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, but look, I'm sure he's looking for a chance to not have to do as many steroids and sit-ups as he does. Right? Jeez. His poor body. Oh, my God. Suffer for your art, Chris Evans. I just... I'm Yeah. Well, what's crazy is like those guys do all that work to look great. And then every time they're shown shirtless, it's like... Well, this feels forced. And then mm-hmm. and then I'm like, they could probably, I mean, uh, the guy that plays the tick on Amazon Prime, Peter, Peter Serafinowicz, is not like a super muscular guy, but they just made him a super muscular suit. Oh, yeah. And, like, all those guys could just do that. Yeah, that, seem- not like- that seems to be what uh, Shazam is going to be. Yeah. Which, I'm going to see that. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like that uh, that feels very much like a movie where they've already shown us all the fun parts. Probably. And I don't I just am not going to care by Look, the time it gets here, but I watch pretty much everything except yeah. I draw the line at Dumbo, Dave. <sighs> I'm never going to watch Dumbo. I <laughs> I'm glad that's the hill you're ready to die <laughs> on is Dumbo. Are they changing it because Dumbo has like no human characters in it? Apparently from reviews I have listened to about Dumbo, mm-hmm. um, basically the first Dumbo movie mm-hmm. is like the first act of the movie. Oh. <laughs> and then there's a bunch of random BS after that pretty much. Yeah. Well, the animated Dumbo movie uh, is not one that really holds up. No. And like, it's it, like it ends and you're three like, minutes long. Yeah. You're like, oh, okay. Well, so but I, get, I mean, it's a good story, but like it. It isn't, yeah. What, how long? 63? Maybe 65 or 67, yeah. but it's short. It is short. I remember that from like when Jack, you know, it was like, yeah. it was airing on something, so I recorded it, and then we watched it, and I was like, that was it? There's yeah, a lot and, of Disney movies like that from way back in the day where oh, you yeah. go, like, oh, oh, like Bambi, as famous as that movie is, what is the plot? He like- Learns kinda, to walk. Learns to walk, and then makes some friends, and then 
there's a fire or something. I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but no, these live action Disney movies, they're mm-hmm. picking all the properties that I could not care less about. Mm-hmm. Like I am pretty anti the lion King. Um, Oh really? Against most of my generation. I just, uh, I think it's so funny that it's like, we're going to do, <laughs> we're going to do a live action movie, except it's all going to be motion capture. So it's not live action. No, it's not at just all. a different kind of animation. So why do like the Jungle Book was really cool because that movie, like the original, was not so great. Uh huh. So that was like a fun update, but to do it about every to do it with every single one, yeah, not so much. No thanks. The ones I will see of those mm-hmm. are of the ones that are specifically musicals, mm. um, just because I like movie musicals. How do we feel about Creepy Aladdin? In what way are you? What are you saying is creepy? Like the genie or the, the genie whole part. thing? Oh yeah, look, it's <laughs> it's happening. It's happening. I, look, Aladdin is not something I have a particular amount of fondness for. Mm, I do. Um, but I I'm gonna see that one because mm-hmm. the new trailer there was a scene of uh like you know this like parade in the streets of Agrabah mm-hmm. and I was like this actually looks like a cool production number like kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Like the the actual live action stuff and not the weird CGI blob that is Will Smith, um, yeah. looks like it could be we're, pretty. I think we're in that phase of like the same as uh, um, Thanos, where like they showed it and it was probably too early in the production. Oh, yeah, to it's, show it's it. not rendered yet, <laughs> and you're like, mm, I hope that's not how it looks, but it might be. Oh, well, who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I was actually thinking back on it, and I was like, well, while everyone. Like has seen pretty much every Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there are only a few that I really love, probably. Mm. Um, and my the, my go to like favorite princess one is The Little Mermaid, which I probably haven't seen since I was a kid. Yeah, but I saw it eight thousand times when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing: I just rewatched The Emperor's New Groove. Yes, that might be the best movie that Disney ever made. <laughs> I it is so good, though. It is good. It's really funny. Groove. It's really zany. It's nuts. Yeah. It's it's yeah. Speaking of short movies, I don't. Yeah. E- I don't even know how long. It's probably like eighty one, eighty two minutes, but mm-hmm. it zips by. It's like super postmodern and weird, and Eartha Kit is fabulous. Mm-hmm. I don't. I I really loved it. Yeah. It, it's so um, underappreciated. Mm-hmm. But it's so fun. And it's based on all this, like, ancient Incan architecture and mm-hmm. character design. It's very interesting. Yeah, It's it really is. cool. It is really cool. But it uh, it suffered from the fact that they sold it on the on the basis that it was, like, David Spade and Putty from Seinfeld. Eh. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it just didn't look... It's another one where it was like, that does not look good. And then it was really... It was really funny. Uh, um, yeah. So I was thinking this, which is more offensive Okay, or would be more offensive than having Will Smith play the genie in the new live action or just somehow taking what Robin Williams did in the first one and animate and like making a motion capture of Robin Williams as the genie, which is more disrespectful to the memory of Robin Williams. Well, look, Will Smith, I don't know. Is not funny. I was going to say, I don't know that he's funny. No. He is charismatic. 
Yes. He's a good movie star yes. person. Mm-hmm. Um I don't even know. I mean, I don't wanna I don't wanna say that his casting is, you know, a pox or a stain on Robin mm-hmm. Williams necessarily. Um it's look, just not it's just not. Like Well see here here's the thing. Because you're right that Robin Williams is iconic in that role for a reason. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing, like in this live action The Lion King, mm-hmm. uh Mufasa is still played by James Earl Jones. Because you do not recast James Earl Jones. Right. Um, so I think what happens is you do use the Robin Williams vocal tracks. Mm-hmm. And you just give so much money to Zelda Williams. Yeah. Like too much money. Yeah. Um, or uh, And, I don't know, she plays a character. <laughs> yeah. Although that's not really appropriate because she's super white. But <laughs> give her a role in something else. Well, yeah. I don't know, man. She's Make, not. She's half something else. Is she? Yeah, her mom is something. Okay. I forget what Fair it enough. is. Filipina? Know. Something like that. Okay. One of those. Um, something something not white. Make her. Put her in a Star War. <laughs> put her in one of the <laughs> War of the Stars. She can have her own Star Wars story. Yeah. Um. Oh man, she could play the daughter of B. Arthur from the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh, you're so good. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that I feel like um, something happened in the last year or so, and like, is there any anticipation for anything Star Wars related now? Well, they Solo definitely it. crashed and burned. Yeah, I don't think that was fair. I thought it was fine. It was fine. It was mediocre i thought Um, it was here's what i thought i thought it was better than what i thought it was going to be because it was a train wreck of an idea yes recap i mean again what's more offensive recasting alden arkin kirk whatever yeah or just putting like some dots on harrison ford and having him Honestly, I mean, that's what they did for Samuel L. Jackson in Captain Marvel. Yeah. And it doesn't look perfect, but it it, it looks fine. Mm-hmm. So you could have done that. I mean, look, I really like Alden Ehrenreich. Um, yeah. I don't necessarily want him in this role because it's not going to do him any What else good. has he been in that you would like him in? Um, he was in Hail Caesar, the Coen Brothers movie. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, as the, like, cowboy guy. Mm-hmm. And he's superb in that. He's mm-hmm. also been in a bunch of, like, teeny bopper stuff. And mm-hmm. I think he was... Kate Blanchett's son in Blue Jasmine. Okay, what's the other guy? Ansel Elgort. Ansel Elgort. <laughs> what? I want those two guys to be in a movie. Like I want. Okay, I want those two guys and Dolph- Dermot Mulroney and Dylan McDermott. Dylan McDermott <laughs> to do just a four guy like buddy cop thing. You have four men and a baby. Yeah, four men. <laughs> what would be the perfect project? Oh no, there. It's like uh, oh Dylan McDermott and. Dermot Moroni. <laughs> no, no. Um, what's that movie? Is it Big Business with uh, yes. Bette Midler and Yes, yeah. Except, except this is what it is. It's not. They don't play twins or anything. It's two dads and two sons, and they all got mixed up at birth, right? Oh, okay. So the two sons don't know which one of the two dads is theirs, and they got like swapped. okay, yeah. So it's like almost like a parent trappy type uh-huh. deal, not quite. But and they have the to like sons are getting married. The sons are getting yes because LGBTQ. Yeah. Did I say that right? 
you said it really slowly, but you said it right. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I think I think we just that's a million dollar idea. Answer or Kirk. <laughs> Albert Dunkirk. <laughs> I can't get enough of those guys' names. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, I may not be sleeping enough, Brennan. I may not be. Perhaps. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> um, but yeah, sounds great. Um, mm-hmm. I'll get it greenlit. We're only uh, we're only asking seventy million. Yeah. Jeez. Whoo, that's good stuff. I'm excited <laughs> about that movie. I think it'll be a real winner. All the people in the world that have been wanting those two, those four men in the same movie will be really happy. Well, look, and look, Dermot Mulroney and Dylan McDermott have both aged very well. Yes, also. they have. So they're, they're both very distinguished, mm-hmm. like, presences. Yeah. I, I didn't know I liked Dermot Mulroney as much as I do. What exposed you to... Um, there's a couple things he's been on, but he was really good in uh, his character on New Girl is is oh, really fun. Oh yeah, yeah. And it, it's like here, handsome, you're handsome man, but then he's like really, really charming and funny. Um, and I think that's always been his calling is that he's kind of a he's like stuck in that same thing that like probably Leonardo DiCaprio and like and uh-huh. like Brad Pitt, where they're way better when they're playing something goofy or like out there than like handsome man. Yeah, because no one's like, oh, Dermot Mulroney's leading this romance. Let's yeah. go. I don't know what you're talking about. My best friend's wedding. He's not leading that movie. I beg to differ, sir. Uh, Every, uh, that is a classic Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> <laughs> Dermot McCormick. <laughs> I don't even remember. Is it who's the female star of that? Somebody. Are you kidding? Meg Ryan. Shut up. <laughs> it's Julia Roberts in her prime. I know. And I Cameron thinking. Diaz and Rupert Everett. And he sings a Diane Warwick song. He does. Uh, that movie is genius. <laughs> I know you love it. I know you love it. It is subversive. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, and I don't know that that movie works at all without Rupert Everett. I really don't. No. I think that movie is a is 100% a, in the tank if it doesn't, if it's not for him because he like livens everything up. It really, <laughs> to me, that I just remember every scene with not him in it. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. I just didn't, wa- I just didn't, from the get-go, I didn't believe that Julia Roberts wanted to be with M- Maurit Dermot. Dermot <laughs> And uh, I didn't, I don't know. But, yeah. I was also like 15 or 16 or something, so maybe that's why I didn't like it. Uh... Yeah, so what else is happening? Well, uh, have you, are you part of the scandal where you tried to get your kids into college? Because I'm not. Yeah, I donated, well, no, I didn't. I bribed mm-hmm. the tour guide at um, UC Santa Barbara. Nice. And he got me into a tour. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just wanted to see what it was funny like. Funny story. I actually had a kid, uh, I used to give tours at UCLA. I was a UCLA tour guide. My favorite job of all time, actually. It's like, <laughs> it remind you if you've ever seen uh, Life is, oh God, what's it called? No. Life is Beautiful. That's not that. Is it not? <laughs> it's not that movie. I started to say Life is Beautiful. What's the one? Kevin Spacey, any, anyway. The Usual Suspects. Mm-mm. Pa- pay it forward. I can't give you a summary of the plot because it's so creepy. K-Pax. <laughs> The one where Swimming he like the sharks. He 
loses his job, but he gets a big payout, and like, and there's the paper bag in the wind, plastic bag in the wind. You know what I'm American Beauty. About. Thank you. Nine lives. <laughs> um, I know a lot of kids in that movie. <laughs> there's a there's a point where he like talks about like oh if I you know he gets fired from his high paying job but they have to like buy him off uh-huh. so he goes back and works at a burger place and like it's because when he was a kid he worked at a burger place and he loved that job like if I retired if I won the lottery I would just uh-huh. go back and be like a UCLA tour guide or just a tour guide in general um, anyway I. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening, but this kid came up at the end of my tour and his dad like pushed him, like nudged him forward and he was like, go, uh-huh. go. And I'm like, oh, and he walks up and he's like, thank you so much. And he shook my hand and gave me something and it was his business card. What? Like a 17 year old's business card with his picture on it. And I was like, okay. Thanks. Right. And then another dad saw that and pushed his kid forward and the kid gave me a tip. <laughs> Because he thought the other family had given me a tip. And yeah. I was like, oh, cool. So I got like a $20 tip for some reason, oh which God. we were totally allowed to take. And I didn't know that. So I pocketed it and thought I was like breaking a rule. And I told uh-huh. my boss eventually like, hey, somebody gave And they were like, no, you're allowed to accept tips. And I was like, oh, am I, am I allowed to encourage people to tip me? Um, <laughs> but I wasn't. Anyway, uh, but I realized like months later that that kid thought that giving me his card was going to help him get into UCLA. Like uh-huh. I was going to be like, hey, you guys, I just gave a tour. And you've got to know about <laughs> little Jimmy McCracken. Yeah. Little, little Brandon McDermott. Um, <laughs> Eric McCormick. <laughs> and like, now you know the rest of the story. It was so silly because like, yes, I did work in the office of undergraduate admissions. And yes, I had a boss that like read essays and stuff like, but I couldn't hand her the card and be like, consider this kid yeah like you don't know this guy from adam yeah he just followed me around for two hours and listen listen to my dumb stories and maybe laughed at my bad jokes like, he's like he's a keeper yeah i basically i just realized right now i treated the ucla tour kind of like the um jungle cruise at disneyland oh i think i was that kind of a tour guide like i cared way less about facts and more about getting to my next my next joke <laughs> all my facts were wrong too were they really? Yeah, I think the statute of limitations. Yeah, I got everything all mixed up. I'm bad with numbers. Oh, no. And I like read the binder one time and then was like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I got this. And I went on tours with other people and they would like spout these facts. And I was like, this is where everybody starts tuning out except for some of the moms start writing it down. So I just never said that oh, stuff. God. And if someone called me on it, they'd be like, "Um, are you going to... I had a woman ask me, are you going to talk about anything other than food and sports? And I was like, uh, yeah, what do you want to know? So I spouted a bunch of the rankings, uh-huh. but I had everything like mixed up and it was all, but like, who cares? Like, hello, you're at UCLA. You should know, like you can look, especially being a tour guide right at the, I mean, that was right when Google was like becoming a verb. It hadn't oh, okay. quite yet. Like, oh, have you heard of this new website called Google? The new search engine. It's like, uh, I don't know if it can beat Alta Vista, but yeah, we'll see. Netscape. Um, but like. Like, right at that I was like, you can look all this up on the internet. Like, why do you need me to tell you what our ranking is? My favorite was when they ask about grading policies. I'd be <laughs> like, do they grade on a curve? I'd be like, probably? No, why uh, do you care? No one should want a curve. Yeah. What you want is... Um, so, if, <clears throat> if you want the curve, it means you want to be in a class full of stupid people like you. So you yes. have a better chance of getting an A. Here, here is what needs to happen. <laughs> yes. Um, if there is a test that's really ridiculously hard and mm-hmm. nobody gets a hundred percent, yeah. Um, you just chop it off. 
Yeah. So whatever the highest thing is, if someone got 96, you just make the grade out of 96 and increase yep. everyone's proportions. Yes. Being graded on a curve requires that half mm. the people fail. Yes. Because the curve defines C as the center. Yeah. That is bad for most of the people in that class. I yep. hate it so much. Yeah. When people are like, oh, is this on a curve? It's like, you shouldn't want that. Yeah. I'm just hoping that I'm in the upper part of the curve and then I can get my C. So dumb. It's so dumb. I always felt that way. I was always like, why, why would people say that? Um, especially cause I was somebody that tested well. So I was, I was like, you don't want to be in a curve with me. Like I'm going to get a ridiculously dumbly, like I, I'm going to get a much higher grade than I deserve. And you don't want me to mess up the curve. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really good at tests. I'm not good at anything else, but I'm really good at tests. So, um, ugh. college days. Remember those? Yeah. Yeah, your pro- your college experience was probably much more difficult than mine. I somehow, by being a theater major, I feel like I did thirty percent college. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to take a bunch of like low level classes and a bunch of interesting stuff, like ooh, a sociology class, ooh, a folklore class, like mm-hmm. things like that, a music appreciation class, like a bunch of stuff like that. And then all my quote unquote upper division stuff was like upper division stagehand. <laughs> <laughs> And I just had to crew for a show for two weeks, and then I was done. That's weird. That's so nice. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What else is happening? What else is happening? I feel like there's another thing that I just saw on the interwebs, and I was going to bring it up, but I don't know. I did get a phone call from someone that I don't know. Oh, that's That's, exciting. Yeah. It's probably a robot. That's always disappointing. I just don't understand what's the what's the strategy with with the like with the robot calling you and saying like this is not a whatever oh, but it is yeah like this is a, a last call yeah. um from your credit whatever yeah and you're like no it's not you're not that's not it's like who- we are urgently trying to reach you through this robot <laughs> yeah or like this I always get messages about healthcare I'm like I have healthcare oh, yeah. I don't why are you, why am I your target? I love I instantly hang up on anyone who asks me if I'm a homeowner. Oh my god. Cuz like I love that. No. <laughs> How would you get my number? Why would you think I'm a homeowner? Why is this the way you guys start a conversation? I just I don't know. Clearly telemarketing must work. I don't think it does. But then why do people get paid to do it? I don't know. Old people, I think it's just old people. Yeah. They're just trying to find old people that have lost their mind. Yeah. It's so sad. It's the worst. It's the worst. <laughs> yeah. And that was a depressing turn. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that happens. Let's look. Let's look. I feel like I went on IMDb today and it gave me some ideas, but maybe not. Yeah. Um, but no, just the, the robocalls are infuriating. Yes. Oh, I saw a trailer for Joker. I have not seen it yet because mm-hmm. um, I don't need to yeah well the thing the thing about trailers is if i watch them online i see mm. enough movies in the theater that eventually i'm gonna see that trailer like 18 times yeah so i'm Why just spoil like it? i'll catch up with it hey whatever do you still have that thing where it was like buy pay this much a month and you get a million movies oh movie pass yeah oh my friend that imploded yeah i know well they said um, like didn't they come out and say like we didn't think it would work and it did but our whole point was we wanted people to be able to see movies like, not necessary they were just inadequately prepared mm. to a hilarious and terrifying degree right um but so they didn't think of all the people that don't 
like work during the day and you can just go to a movie every day. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but Sergio and I are now on the AMC A-list, oh. which is kind of their response to Ooh, that. Oh, I know. It, but it's like 20 bucks a month uh-huh. and you can see up to three movies a week um, oh, wow. in an AMC theater. That's cool. So yeah, it's really good and it's pretty comparable. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you have to be at an AMC, when, mm-hmm. but there's one by your house. So like whatever. Yeah. Um, so that is cool. So I'm still kind of living on that mm-hmm. movie lifestyle. All right. Um, which is why I've seen a lot of movies I wouldn't have seen otherwise. Mm-hmm. Like The Prodigy, oh. um, which is that like kind of killer possessed kid movie that nobody noticed. Oh. The trailer was about like a hypnotism mm-hmm. um, with Colm Fiore. So I still, even though I have cable, I still haven't seen any commercials. Fair enough. <laughs> It is um, funny though, like when I would go visit people and they had cable, I'd be like, "Oh, look at the, all these commercials! I've never seen any of them." You'd almost be like, "Oh, wow, that's a good one," like because you're not sick of it. Yeah. Uh, another there thing is, I don't understand is is commercials where like they just show it a million times and it's like this will work. But I think we've gotten to the point where we're like, "I'm not going to buy a product if I see the commercial." Like I'm I, I'm aware uh, of what they're trying to do and I'm not going to do it. But it must work on somebody again. Um, but the thing is, um, I do get commercials on the things that I um, mm-hmm. stream online through, like, whatever app or whatever mm-hmm. like that has commercials. Um, so do you see, like, online commercials like that at all, even? Or are you just pro on everything? I don't know. Okay. Well, there's a commercial that's been, you know, pumped into my home recently. Yeah. For I don't even know what, because commercials are bad, and yeah. I, I have no reason to remember. But it's, like, some sort of insurance or... Pro- auto or oh yeah something boring and vague okay um and it's these two co-workers in this kind of like futuristic techie workspace okay um and they're talking about like how they're so very different for some reason because i don't know what they're comparing they're comparing it to insurance or like whatever the hell it yeah. cares um and she's like like you're laid back or like i'm laid back and casual and you iron your jeans mm-hmm. um and he's like i do i'm glad you noticed and she's like i did Mm-hmm. And it's supposedly like this witty banter. Right. But the thing is the woman who describes herself as laid back and casual mm-hmm. is in like this beautifully pressed sweater vest mm. um, over this like start, like crisply starched button down shirt with the collar yeah. peeking out. And it's this wonderfully put together ensemble. And I'm yep. like, what part of you is laid back and casual? Yeah. That's a weird one. And cause the thing is that would have just been a passing joke I made about this commercial, but I've seen it about 2000 times since then. Yeah. And I get more and more mad at her yeah. <laughs> for misrepresenting herself. Yeah. What a jerk. I hate that I lady. Know, I hate her so much. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the thing is like, how can that be positive? Like I would never, I would never use Geico insurance because I hate their commercials so much. Yeah, they're not even good. It's like a gecko with an accent. He's like, yeah, hello. And then every joke he tells is like, what are we, this is like a, what? Who is this? I don't know. But if you're ever like with someone and they laugh hysterically at commercials, it's the most uncomfortable thing. You're just like, wait, what? That's funny to you? Oh, oh no. Like, what am I supposed to do? What? Uh, Got to pull the ripcord. Yeah. Especially if you're like at their house. I've had times where they rewind it to show someone else. And really? Like, I don't, I don't know what to do with this information. I have to, I have to go to the bathroom and then crawl out the window. Like, in a sitcom. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, Oh yeah. So anyway, Joker, the trailer looks good. I don't really want to see the movie, but like it, 
it's it looks really dark and creepy and awful in a lot of ways. I mean, okay. not awful like it's going to be a bad movie, but um, I just need less Joaquin Phoenix in my life generally. I feel like he's been doing a good job of staying uh, out. Yeah. I just but, can't deal with that guy ever. I don't no. know why. Okay. I don't I don't I really don't know what it is. I don't Maybe it's because his name is actually Leaf. Oh it is. Mm-hmm. What is the dead don't die? I'm not And even is sure. that Bill Murray in the trailer? Oh the... yeah, it's Jim Jarmusch's new zombie movie. Oh. Um, which means it's probably going to be really ponderous and uh, opaque Ooh. and disappointing to a lot of people. Yes, Jim Jarmusch, who I know from... He made, I think, Coffee and Cigarettes, if you uh, saw that. okay. Um, he it's, made yeah. Only Lovers Left Alive, the vampire movie with okay. Tom Hiddleston and Tilda Swinton, which is very good, but it, like I said... I'm looking at all of his movies, and it's Broken Flowers. I know that one. Uh-huh. Oh, Ghost Dog, what the... I'm sure there's something way back that like got him. Nope. <laughs> no. No, he's been very indie for ever. Talking Heads. I don't know. What is going on? Did he write something? Why would I why do I know his name though? Why would I know that? I don't know. He's been around a while. Yeah, People but I do. haven't seen a single thing he did. Other than I've heard of Broken Flowers. Um Yeah. You know what I watched for the first time? What? Pearl Harbor. Oh, my God. It's not good. I'm, I have I a surprise for you. I haven't seen it. Ever? I think I've tried to watch see Like, it, you know, in, in its HBO run, like, I probably flipped and was like, oh, no, can do it. Uh-huh. Like, right away. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Sergio gets these, like, visions from on high. I don't know where mm-hmm. he gets them from. But for some reason, like... God or the devil or whatever will beam a movie into his brain Mm -hmm. that we've literally never talked about. Mm -hmm. And he will be on a single minded quest to make me watch this movie. Okay. Um, And Pearl Harbor was one of them. Did he love Pearl Harbor or was it like, was it like, this will be funny. Let's watch this bad movie. I think it was just, he wanted to punish me for something. Yeah. Or, well he does. I, I is really sweet um, for there. If, if he sees a movie, he doesn't like, he wants me to see it so he can find out my opinion about it and we can talk about it. Right. And that's nice. Yeah. But also, why do you do this to me? <laughs> yeah. If there was like a short version of the movie that you could, you know. Yeah, like just do, do it like a shot. Like, yeah. Like a 20 minute. It's three hours long. Mm. It does not need to be. It, it, there's an intermission. Mm-hmm. The movie ends before the intermission. Oh. Like the the plot that we've been following mm-hmm. and then the second act is a basically a sequel to Pearl Harbor mm-hmm. um, about this raid in J- in Japan that's a response to Pearl Harbor really and it's totally pointless and look i i do not like jingoistic patriotism rah rah military mm-hmm. movies which is very much what it is yeah um and Kate Beckinsale is in it as the like love interest of both mm-hmm. the best friends. Yeah. And the movie she's in is a movie about a wartime nurse that's 100% in slow motion. <laughs> oh, good. It's Michael Bay, right? Yes, it is. Whew. And it it was it was a rough time. Now, what did Michael Bay do to get hit? Was that was he Bad Boys? What did he, he do? He was Bad Boys. Okay. And he well, he started off with some mildly 
regard it like i think he started in music videos mm, probably um but then bad boys and the island and armageddon was like his mm-hmm. big money maker and let me tell you what armageddon's also a pile oh yeah he did armageddon that's amazing he is really and i've heard he's terrible to work with oh i'm sure he is so not only does he make garbage movies but he's a garbage human yeah, I, I heard he was very inappropriate with Megan Fox in the Transformers movies. Yeah, I think he's one of those people that like believes that he knows how to get a performance out of an actor, and that's to torture them. And I, I just that. never agree with that. That reminds me of... I mean, I always think of the story of Jason Miller on the set of The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I think you told me this. Or yeah, where it's said like, it on the podcast. Where like, William Friedkin was like shooting guns behind him yeah. to get him to look scared, and he's like, I'm an actor. Let me act. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was Bad Boys was his big... But Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell 2. Okay. There you go. Um, the not Rock. three hours long. Yeah, oh, The rock. rock. And then Armageddon. And then Pearl Harbor. And then Bad Boys 2. The Island, which I don't remember at all. Who's in that? Is Ewan McGregor in it? It's Ewan McGregor and... Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a thing. In 2005? Jeez, she's it, been around that eight-legged long. eight-legged f- freaks level, Scarlett Johansson. Jeez. That's crazy. Now I got it. What? No, don't watch it. No, I wanted to go into the IMDb of Scarlett Johansson. Oh, and then he just did Transformers for the last. Oh, Pain and Gain. Transformers, Transformers, Transformers. 13 hours? The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. Yeah. Boo. Um, you know you know what else I saw? <laughs> what else did you see? I saw Alita Battle Angel. Oh. It was actually very fun. Was it? It is a stupid, stupid, stupid movie. Yeah. But if you like that kind of thing, mm-hmm. the the effects are really cool. And there's a lot of actors who are way overqualified. Mm-hmm. Like Jennifer Connelly's just running around with like a space bindi on <laughs> and like Mahershala Ali is there yeah. being evil and like character actors like, well, Jeff Fahey and Christoph Waltz. Is, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, the dialogue is trash, but it was, I had a great time in Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. The Island is post lost in translation. So lost in translation oh. is 2003. Jeez. She's been around. She's been around. I She's keep thinking of her as game. being a young actor but she's probably she's probably my age i'm 40 now brennan the last time we did this podcast i was not i turned 40 happy birthday yeah nope she's five years younger than me all right she's 35 uh yeah i turned 40 and i immediately can't remember anything and my body Uh, hurts all the time and the only movie you're allowed to watch is this is 40 Mm -hmm. with paul rudd and leslie man yeah i need to watch that and then realize that they're they both still seem 10 years older than me. Yeah. I mean, are do you they? find that? But do you find that when you watch? Oh yeah. Stuff like, about people your age. You're like, they're so much older than me. Yeah. Even well, if they're act, it I doesn't did, matter. It's like, I that. did realize like in the first season of friends, they're supposed mm-hmm. to be about my age. Yeah. But that doesn't feel right. Yeah. And also they were probably, I don't know how old they were, but they look old. It might one be of the nineties. One of them is the right age. At least one of them is the right age. Uh-huh. Like it might be Ra- Rachel, Jennifer Aniston. Thank you. I almost called her Rachel Aniston. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that this is I just I haven't been this bad since you were in high school and I had a baby. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm I basically have reverted back to baby brain lately. I just can't remember anything. And like I I start a story and someone's like you you just told me that yesterday. And I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool." Well, well, look, that's hard to keep track of under any circumstances. Like I always have to ask, have I told you this before? Or like, did you see my Instagram post about this or whatever? Yeah. Um, Anyway, I think we've been talking for about an hour and 11 minutes. I think it's time to wrap up. The people want more, Brennan. Yeah, I do too, but also I have to go to work later. (laughs) Oh yeah, that too. Um, So I do need to kind of stick to a time limit on this. Yes. But we can, is there anything you want to bring up? Uh, I want to bring up something silly, but I can't think of anything silly. I love silly things. Yeah. Well, I was, yeah. The only, the things that, see, that's the problem is when we do off the cuff, I always think of like, I get up on a soapbox and then I'm like, oh, I didn't want to end the episode like that. (laughs) Um, And here's why commercials are terrible. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, uh, um, there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of remakes coming out. Um, what else is there out there? I feel like I need a refresher course in pop culture. Okay. I know there's stuff. Um, like what's coming out soon or mm-hmm. whatever? Well, what is coming? I mean, there's the Dumbo, there's Avengers Endgame. We covered that. Yep. Um, big, like, summer movies are going to start coming. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I know what those are going to be. There's a Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Spider-Man Far From Home. Which... Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Phil Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see Jake Gyllenhaal. Did you see the Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. That was so good. How long? Yeah, that was. I need to watch it again. I was at a movie theater where they sold beer. And I was like, ah. I'm going to do this. And then I don't remember the movie that well. Not because I like got drunk, but just because I was not paying attention. Yeah. Um, um, the remake of Pet Cemetery is coming this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Hellboy, which like okay oh, with with Stranger Things guy, yeah, yeah, unnecessary, unnecessary remake. Yeah, oh, oh Detective Pikachu is going to kick off the summer season. No, thank you. Uh, John Wick three. I haven't seen John Wick one. John Wick one is great. I've heard. Um, in spite of Keanu Reeves, <laughs> every every movie. Well, that's not true. He's good. He's another one. Too handsome to play what he should be playing, mm-hmm. which is Bill goof, and Ted goofball. Yeah, except they're making a new Bill and Ted. I have heard that, and I don't know how I feel about it. Well, the sequel was okay. The one that should have been really bad. Mm-hmm. The one that no one saw. Bogus Journey. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we spent. I think my birthday party. We went to see Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure in nice. the movie theater, and I remember like my mom was just dreading it and we came out of it and she was like, that was actually really fun. Yeah. That was a, that was talk about lightning in a bottle. What a dumb movie to, but, or a dumb idea that actually worked or like it shouldn't have worked at all. But yeah, really, really funny. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like, not, I'm not in the heads. I like my whole life has changed and I don't look forward to pop culture stuff anymore. And that's sad to me. Um, I'm just not, I like don't have my head in the game with that, but it's good. It means my life is busy in a lot of good ways. Yeah. Are you not excited for rocket man? The Elton John biopic? Oh no. Why do we keep doing this? Why did, why did this? Why? Why did the queen movie? Why did, why? 
That movie, I watched it. It was very bad. Yeah. And it was Oscar nominated, and the guy won. It won quite a few Oscars. And he won for two. I just hate this idea that it's like, play a famous person, put on some prosthetics, and act like them, and that's acting. And I'm like, yeah, that's an impression. That's not acting. And he, yeah, it's it's an impression, not a great impression. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, he lip syncs to all the songs. Yeah, which like, look, you can't. I don't want um, Rami Malek to sing Freddie Mercury yeah. songs because he can't. He can't yeah. sing any songs. He's not a good singer. Yeah, but how do you know that? Oh, uh, he performed in the La La Land parody that opened the Golden Globes a couple years ago. Oh, good. He had one line, and that's all he needed. And it was flat. <laughs> yeah, it was very flat. Cool. Um. But yeah, my mom. But my mom was talking about it, or some. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was my mom. She's like, "Well, I read that they like mixed his vocals in with Freddie's," and I'm like, "Yeah, his at a one, Freddie's at a ninety nine. Yeah, that's not. So they could say they did. Um, but I, uh, it was really rough. And mm-hmm. if you can get an Oscar for lip syncing, I demand justice for Millie Vanilli. Yeah, <laughs> this, this is not fair. This is ridiculous, man. I just uh, that was shocking to me. Like he won a Golden Globe, and I was like, "Well, it's a Golden Globe." And then he won Best Actor, and I was like... Look, that was not a competitive slate for Best no. Actor, though. It was it was a rough season. Poor Bradley Cooper. Nah. Well, okay. Here's my thing. Okay. I didn't, I, I didn't see any of the movies that were nominated other than Black Panther and maybe one other. Um, but to me, the... Uh, a Star is Born came out and everybody was like Oscar favorite and that's the worst thing for a movie yep because it has enough time for another like for people to I mean what happens I think is the voters start going like everybody else is going to vote for it so I'm going to vote for this other thing or whatever or they just get sick of it and like I want a different storyline it's overexposed and like from what I can tell that movie that it was like his big swing it was like Bradley Cooper, I'm a movie star, look what I can do. And he wrote, directed, starred, all this stuff. Uh-huh. And I, from what I heard, it was pretty good. I, you may not have liked it, but it was probably not... I don't know if they could have made a movie with that subject matter that you would have liked. Um, I mean, I've never seen the Judy Garland one, but I'll probably like that one. <laughs> is it in black and white? Because you're a 75-year-old man? I don't, I don't think it is. Hmm. Um, and also, look... <laughs> <laughs> whatever. Roma did deserve to win, and that one was in black and white, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, maybe maybe for that, but like for him to get completely shut out after taking this big swing, I think, is kind of rough. Yeah, but that, also... that is rough, but the only thing the movie did deserve was that best song, and yeah. that's what it got. Mm-hmm. And Lady Gaga still tex- technically gets to be on her way to EGOTing, right. so I'm fine with that. Yeah. She did not need to win Best oh Actress. God, how was that even a thing? God, and I'm honestly so look. I don't care that the Oscars don't really matter, no. but the like the game of it is mm. fun, and the fact that Glenn Close didn't win, yeah, I kind of relish, yeah, because that adds to her mystique mm-hmm. of like then people will keep, you know, playing this game of like, when's she going to get it? What's yeah. going to happen? And also she deserves it for something better than the wife. Yeah. Um, well, that's, I mean, I think every person that's won an Oscar wins it for a movie. I they, mean, like we missed you last year. So yeah. Gonna... One of the few where they got it right. Like Tom Hanks's performance in Philadelphia is like incredible. Uh-huh. Um, 
but then him also getting it for Forrest Gump is like reprehensible. <laughs> like that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And I mean, at the time I really loved, I was like 14 or 15. And now looking back, I'm like, what? Yeah. Like he's playing a caricature. He's really good. He's very earnest. And he like brings something that only Tom Hanks can bring, but like best actor, best actor. Like, I don't know. But uh, most of the time when someone wins best actor, it's like, it's such a bizarre, any, any acting, ca- I, whatever. I'm back on a soapbox. How'd you do this to me? Oh no. Um, something <laughs> silly before we leave. Um, um there's some stuff. I'm old guys. I'm old. I'm old and cranky. Okay. Yeah. What am I, what, what, what am I looking forward to? Um, let's think positive. I'm just, uh, um, oh, you know, my girlfriend what? hasn't watched The Good Place, so I'm really looking okay. forward to showing her that. That'll be If fun. we can ever get any time to sit still and watch something. Yeah. Because and also rewatching that from the beginning, <sighs> so much will be different. Oh, it's so. Uh, this will be like the third or fourth time for me, and uh-huh. every time I pick up on a new thing. Speaking of Cincinnati. Sure. It's a medium place. It is. Yeah. It is a Everyone place. should be forced to live. That's a medium person should be forced to live in Cincinnati. That is, that's the joke, isn't it? Yeah. That is really true. It was I very was a medium person. I deserved to go <laughs> to a medium place. Like Cincinnati. Everyone who's a medium person should be forced to live in something like that. That actually is very accurate. Because yeah. Cincinnati was fine. Mm-hmm. I went to a four-story bookstore that used to be a paint factory. Oh. Um, there's a lot of really pretty churches. Yeah. Um, I'm scared by how many churches there are. <laughs> yeah, it's the middle of the country. Yeah, no, it is. That's what they um, got there. Yeah, just being around that much organized religion as a gay person is a little frightening sometimes. Yeah, yeah they're out to get you. Also, the Covington Catholic boys are right across the river because mm-hmm. Covington, Kentucky is right there. Mm-hmm. Um, we did we did walk through it a little bit. They have a uh, Catholic basilica that is modeled after Notre Dame. Oh. It was really pretty. Yeah. Uh, and we saw us in Newport, Kentucky. Oh, at an AMC. <laughs> How was that movie? Uh, us is. Uh, did you see Get Out? Not at no. all. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I will eventually, but I already yeah. you spoiled it for me, so I like got did it. Did I? I asked you to. Oh, okay, fine. I was like, tell me the end because I okay. want to know what this means. No. Okay. So, uh, and I, I already forgot it. Yeah, I don't think I remember what you told me. Well, I think Jordan Peele is great, great on casting, mm-hmm. great on concept. Um, the full execution of us wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be, mm-hmm. um, but it's still like an eight out of 10. Like it's really cool. It's really spooky. The atmosphere was great. I think mm-hmm. he's improving as a visual director because mm-hmm. I think visually get out. That's its weakest element because mm-hmm. he was a first time director mm-hmm. and he was very focused on the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so like to, as a thing to look at, it was like, this is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, us is a feast to look at, mm-hmm. but the story kind of slips a little bit, mm. but Lupita Nyong'o is frightening. Yeah. <laughs> She's so good in us. I heard that like they filmed the, so it was like a good family and then the doppelganger, bad family, yeah. right? I heard him talking about it and that he had them film the bad family first so they could react Oh, okay. It's a good family, right? So they just split uh-huh. it. And he was like, it was really upsetting being on set with her when she was the bad Lupita. It's, she, oh, I don't know if I remember exactly what it's called, but she has this voice. Mm, yeah. Um, And it's just, it's 
bone chilling. Yeah. He did he like did his impression of it in the interview I heard. And I can't remember why he was doing it. Anyway. But yeah. Ugh. I really like him. And Jordan the fact, Peele? Yeah, and the fact that he yeah. and Chelsea Peretti are together and have oh, a little yeah. baby. No, like I'm fully in support of us. It it's it's one of those things where it's like you can't really compare it to Get Out because it's better in certain ways and it's mm-hmm. weaker in the opposite ways. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like it's kind of an equal mm-hmm. thing, but totally different. Yeah. And I liked it. Yeah. And I got to go. <laughs> okay. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. And remember, as always, hey, man, don't poop your pants. I'm so glad you remembered. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't remember if I say anything, but I don't think I do. So see you in two weeks, just like always. It'll just like always. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart.